uh, targeted at eliminating fatalities and reducing serious injuries with an emphasis on pedestrians and school children, older adult, adults, cyclists, aggressive and distracted driving and motorists are uh, part of the mayor and the city of Toronto's Vision Zero road safety plan for 2017. Our, our mayor, John Tory, was on the line two seconds ago. I don't know. We, we lost him, didn't we, Chris, somehow? Hopefully he's going to get back to to us in a matter of seconds. I believe he is... Uh, he is attending, I think he's at a funeral right now. So actually, we do appreciate any time he can spare. And I know that's him calling him right now. So in a matter of seconds, Chris will have us connected. And here he is, our mayor, John Tory. Hi, John. Thanks for being on the show. Sorry about that. I, you know where I was? I was at the uh, funeral of that wonderful man, Bill Marshall, who was the co-founder of TIFF. And mm. it was a funeral which consisted of two hours of raucous storytelling. And, Great. You can't, you can't leave a funeral. So anyway, here I am. You Thank know what? You that's a celebration of life. It is that. Yeah, good stuff. So a lot of people, I guess, uh, you know, wanting to chat with you at the... Uh, at the... No, it wasn't even that. It was just the storytelling. The whole the funeral service, there wasn't a prayer, there wasn't a hymn, there was storytelling for two hours. Nice. It, it, it was just shy of some uh, pints, and then it would be an Irish wake. Well, they, they were talking about going to do that, and I'm uh, here talking to you instead of that. Good God. You're always working, John. You're yes, always uh... working. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, new Vision Zero road safety plan for 2017. Give us the highlights because there's 45 new measures. Can't get to them all, but just the highlights. Well, reduced speed limits uh, through the creation of speed, uh, senior speed, uh, seniors uh, safety zones. Uh, there's places in the city and the, the vast majority, Kelly, of the uh, people who were killed last year, and we had a very unacceptably high number, were seniors. And um, so we've created these senior safety zones. We've reduced speeds. We've retimed the signals so they have longer to cross the street. We have painted those intersections. We've put up special signs that are bright, kind of yellow, and say, slow down. Um, and we're just going to be working away one measure at a time. We're adding 75 red light cameras. They have reduced fatalities in the intersections where they're already installed by 60%. So these are the kinds of things we're doing just to say to people we cannot carry on having these kinds of preventable deaths of seniors or anybody else. We've got to get that number down to zero. And lots of other cities are doing it. In Toronto, uh, there's no reason at all we can't. Uh, let's talk about the red light cameras uh, for a second, if we could. You ha- you're creating uh, red light cameras at 76 new locations across the city of Toronto. How many are already in existence? Because I don't think a lot of people know this. There's about the same number in now, so it's it's doubling the number. We're going to review all the ones that are in now to make sure that they're, you know, performing effectively uh, in terms of uh, causing people to, you know, respect the signal. That's all that these cameras are about is saying, look, when the light is turning yellow, it's not an excuse to put your foot on the gas pedal and race through the intersection because people are being killed when that happens. And so uh, there's 75 now. There'll be 75 new ones, and uh, if, if some of the ones that are presently installed are, you know, not proving to be effective or useful, uh, we can either relocate those or, or move them out. John, if you are um, putting up these red light cameras, does it also come along with the signage that says, hey, you're at a red light camera intersection that is very visible for people to see? Yes, and it's one of the reasons why I'm not apologetic about putting them up. First of all, all they do is help to enforce the law, and frankly, I'd rather have it done by technology than by a very expensive uh, police officer. But yes, there's a sign at every intersection where there's a red light camera that says on it very clearly, Mm -hmm. red light camera. And so what it means is, first of all, you should be obeying the law to begin with if there's a sign or not, but if there's a sign that's reminding you when the light turns yellow, that means you stop. It doesn't mean you put your foot on the gas pedal and go through. Uh, this is part of a $54 million uh, plan, this Vision Zero Safety uh, Road Plan. And I understand why it is expensive. Uh, do most Will most of this $54 million budget go towards the geometric safety improvements and in intersections? What I mean by that is I know you're going to change some of the curbs. You'll be uh, getting rid of some lanes and the like. 
The answer to your question is yes. I mean, if you look at the single biggest expenditure, it's actually the rebuilding of kind of curbs and sidewalks and, and the street itself to make the intersection safer. Uh, but, you know, all of these other things have a cost. We put up hundreds of signs. I mean, even changing speed limits, which we're doing at a bunch of intersections in the senior safety zones and elsewhere where there have been fatalities, uh, cost money to change the signs. You have to go out and change the sign. So there's a cost to it all. But in the end, um, you know, when you're talking about preventing loss of life uh, by seniors or by other people, it doesn't really matter, any loss of life, um, I think this is a reasonable price to pay to create a safer city, which has a different transportation reality today. I mean, there are now more people sharing the road, pedestrians, cyclists, cars, trucks, tra transit vehicles. And so I think it makes sense that we should have to uh, change the rules uh, because we're in the 21st century. Are, is there any rhyme or reason as to why the numbers are so high for pedestrian fatalities? I mean, last year, out of the 77 fatalities in Toronto, 43 were pedestrian deaths. Yeah, I mean, I, when you say, is there any rhyme or reason, I guess if we knew a simple answer to that question, we would just do one thing and resolve it. But I think there's a lot of contributing factors. And, and you know, distracted driving has been part of it because we've seen that to contribute to a lot of different kinds of accidents. Uh, but I think as well, uh, we have changing demographics. Uh, it's taking people a little, a little longer to cross the street, and others perhaps get impatient about that. We have uh, people who are um, you know, not as mobile who will cross at the middle of a block instead of going down to the intersection and crossing at the crosswalk. So one of the other things we're doing is where there are seniors' residences and so on, we're going to put in more places to cross the street with a crosswalk or a signal um, so that um, you know, we take account of the reality of much larger numbers of seniors, for example, living uh, in our city. And, and still, thank God, being mobile. They, mm -hmm. We want them to walk to the store. We want them to go for a walk to the park and so on, not to sort of hide out in their apartment because they don't feel safe. So uh, I think there's a number of factors, including the demographics that are contributing to this. I believe that bad traffic contributes to it in that it makes people frustrated. It makes them late. And this is not an excuse, but then they sort of speed up or they pull around the line of traffic, not seeing a pedestrian stepping off the curb and you have a collision. So I think all these things are just reason why we have to take action and not leave things as they are. Fix traffic, um, fix safety to a greater extent, uh, and uh, build more transit, frankly, so we can uh, have uh, less traffic in the city. Well, John, now that you bring this up, by the way, if you're just tuning in there, we're talking to our uh, mayor, John Tory. Uh, you brought it up, the situation of traffic. We're talking about lowering speed limits in some areas of the city uh, with this plan, removal of some uh, southbound right turn lanes. Uh, there's some curb issues that we're going to change. And I'm just wondering, you know, one of your mandates is to get the city moving to deal with traffic and congestion. Some of these things, when I look at it, I think, oh, that's going to add to congestion and slowing down traffic. Well, first of all, I mean, if it comes to saving lives, I will apologize to no one for the fact that we have to place that first, especially when it comes to seniors. But for all people, we have to save lives. But secondly... I would argue that if we can take these measures by doing what I've been trying to do with illegally parked cars, by doing things like using technology to, to move traffic, it's going to be better to be going 30 kilometers an hour or 40 kilometers an hour than 5 kilometers an hour. I mean, the problem right now is people, I think, among your listenership and, and you know, people out there driving, that they're not going anywhere. They're sitting in traffic. And we're trying to get it moving and flowing uh, in a reasonable manner, but also a safe manner. And mm -hmm. I think that no one would say we should sacrifice safety uh, for any reason at all, including getting people home faster. But the idea is to get people home faster by having traffic flow to a steadier extent um, and not be obstructed by traffic. And, and, and frankly, that's why we're building more transit. So there will be people who will say, you know what, it's much more convenient and just as fast for me to take transit uh, to work now or wherever they're going. And those people won't be on the roads anymore. So this is a big 
struggle. I, I, I will freely admit that to you. I mean, getting the traffic moving in a busy, growing city is a struggle, but we're just taking all the steps we can, but at the top of the list has to be safety. Now, John, we all know you've done this job before, so i got to call you on something, because you said when people are stuck, they get frustrated and then they go around. So when you're talking about getting rid of right turn lanes and stuff, we are going to talk about getting people uh, more frustrated in their cars and it's harder to drive in the city. Is there any thought to syncing up lights? Oh, yeah, but it, 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 look, Kelly, that, that's a, a challenge that is created simply by the fact that we have at present two different computer systems running our traffic lights across the city. And, and that's a historical, uh, you know, artifact that I won't bore your listeners with. Or no, 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 no. I think but it's great. I'd like to know about this. Systems. And so what we're now doing is migrating them all onto one system and bringing in even newer technology that, frankly, uses the uh, traffic signals to read. Like, they'll actually be able to sense the traffic real time on their own and actually change based on the traffic flow. So... Um, Toronto had fallen behind. Like in many areas, including transit, we had not invested um, for many years, and we're now reversing that and making the investments in getting ourselves onto a proper non-1960s traffic signal management system and bringing in the latest technology, which I expect will be installed by the spring of this year on a trial basis in, I think, six different intersections, Mm -hmm. where this new technology that actually reads traffic itself and changes the lights based on how the flow of traffic is going. Um, These are the kinds of things where we should have been, frankly, you know, a number of years ago, and we're not, but we're making up for lost time. John, is that included in this $54 million uh, program, the cost of that? it's 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 in the, uh, I forget what we call the program about getting traffic moving, but it's in a different program. And, you know, I hope people understand when they hear these kinds of numbers that uh, I think these things are done on a very prudent basis. Technology costs what it costs, but that's why the budget is what it is because we're trying to do all these things and frankly, again, trying to make up for lost time and have Toronto, you know, really move into the 21st century in terms of moving traffic and transit and you know, a host of other things that we just had fallen behind on. John, you know, today I was driving into work and I'm going down Bay Street and I've been trying to deal with, you know, being a driver and a pedestrian in the city of Toronto, uh, trying to figure out, you know, because I sit in this chair on a daily basis, what exactly is the problem? Who's to blame? Why are people still getting hit uh, by cars? Why are people dying on the roads? You know, I think that drivers are vilified unnecessarily at a lot of the times. And so are some pedestrians and cyclists. Uh, but today I noticed, you know, the it's just it's something that I'm noticing more more frequently in the city of Toronto. People just crossing willy-nilly when there's a light nearby. And they're just going right out, pedestrians. They don't care what the driving conditions are. They're just... I want to cross. I want to do it now. I know we live in a in a generation of entitlement. And in fact, I think it's a, the whole society feels that I need it now. I'm going to do it. Um, and they and they just act. But I'm wondering, you've mentioned the uh, red light cameras. I'm wondering, are we going to start seeing tickets being handed out to pedestrians? I don't know. I mean, right now, you know, uh, people think jaywalking is just crossing other than at the intersection. That's actually not true. You not only have to do that, but you have to impede traffic in the process. So a car or a series of cars or transit vehicles will have to stop. And so there really aren't a lot of offenses for crossing the intersection in the middle of the block because it's not against the law unless you impede traffic. So what I said today is a more positive message than that, which is simply that we're all sharing the roads and the sidewalks together, pedestrians, cyclists, transit vehicles, cars, trucks. And we've all got to do our part to pay more attention and to, um, you know, to be mindful of the fact there are other people who are getting around in other ways. And it's a busy city and people are in a hurry and they've got complex lives. And what we're trying to do now is, you know, use the technology and things like that to make it easier. But it starts and ends with common sense. I said today, I mean, yeah. why should we have this great big discussion about something that's common sense that everybody knows? You don't drive by a streetcar when the doors are open sure. and the red light is on. But you know, now they're saying we have to have cameras because people continue to do it. 
So, you know, I just think it's one of those things where I think it starts with, and if people just changed their own behavior and became a bit more considerate of everybody else, and that includes pedestrians and cyclists and drivers, we'll all see these numbers improve dramatically and it'll be a big help to get us down to zero, which is where we want. John, I know you have to get going because, uh, you know, hey, you don't want to miss the rest of this celebration of life that no, you're No, at. I'm done with that. I'm back here for a bargaining. Oh, I'm at the city oh hall. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, yeah. you got to get back to work, but I want to ask you this because I've already got callers on the line and that are saying this is all about making money. This is all about revenue. How do you answer that? I, it's just BS, frankly. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. I mean, I would be happy if those red light cameras, we can't give points with a red light camera because, of course, the ticket goes to the owner of the car, but I'd be happy you know, if you could give points and no money to prove that it's not about the money. It's about safety. It's about saving the lives of children and older people. And, you know, no one has to worry about a red light camera and getting a fine if they don't break the law. It's as simple as that. Just like tagging and towing. You don't have to worry about your car being towed away if you're not parked at a place where you shouldn't be in the middle of rush hour. So I, I, it is not about the money. And I just think those who say that, I have no idea why they would oppose devices that will stop us from using expensive, highly trained police officers to sit and watch people doing things they shouldn't be doing when we can do it with technology. And if nobody breaks the law, then the cameras will turn out to be a white elephant. Well, John, always a pleasure having you on the show. Don't be a stranger, okay? I try not to. Thanks a lot.